Hey, church family, Pastor Dave Mergens here with the Sermon Reflection. And this week, as you know, we have launched into our last letter series. Pastor John has gone into the book of 1 John as the letters from Grandpa John. And so I want to address that there are two different audiences that will be watching this. The first audience are those of you who are looking for personal growth in just getting the midweek sermon reflection. And welcome, and I encourage you to continue to dive into the text with us. And the other audience will be the small groups. There are a few small groups that are watching this right now that are together discussing the Word of God and pushing that out as application into their lives. Welcome to both groups, and let's look at this text together today. So we are going to be looking at the book of 1 John chapter 1, the first four verses, as you heard Pastor John preach about them on Sunday. Now, going all the way back to the Old Testament, before the person of Jesus Christ, the idea of testimony, was which we're talking about today, the idea of testimony was represented by objects. So what God did is he gave them an Ark of the Covenant, as you've probably heard before. And it's also called in Scripture the Ark of the Testimony, because in it, God had them put things like the jar of manna. He had them put the Ten Commandments in other objects that represented the testimony of what God had done in the lives of the Israelite people. And that testimony was a reminder of placing their faith and trust in the person of God as he led them through the adventures that they went on in their obedience to him. But you know, when Jesus came along, something happened. The Ark of the Testimony used to be behind the veil in the Holy of Holies. Well, we know that when Jesus died on the cross, that veil tore. And we also understand that Jesus brought with him the Holy Spirit, who is in those who believe in him. And it is the Holy Spirit that then becomes the testimony in us. In fact, in John, 1 John chapter 5, it tells us that the testimony that God has given us eternal life is given through the Son, Jesus Christ, and that's where it's found. But we are now bearers of this testimony, that our lives are the testimony that reflect on who God is and what he's done in the work on the cross with Jesus. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul talks about it this way. He reminds us that we are a letter from Christ that, that written on our hearts, not with a tablet where you would write with an instrument, but on our hearts with the Holy Spirit, that we now are those letters and we represent the Spirit of the living God to all those that we come in contact with. And so as you think about it this week, and the challenge really was to not only recognize that we are a testimony, but also to proclaim that testimony to other people. And so a lot of people may ask the question of this, well, what does that look like? How do I share my testimony with others? Well, I'm glad that you asked because I'm going to give you a few different styles that you can use as you share your testimony with those who are around you. The first style is this. It's the confrontational style. And for some people, this style is very effective. This was Peter in the book of Acts chapter 2. What Peter did was he stood up in front of the crowd. He was very bold and direct and confrontational. He explained who Jesus was, what the people had done in crucifying him, and really the life that they can have now in the resurrected Jesus. And those individuals were cut to the heart, and many repented, and many followed Christ that day. The second style I want to introduce to you is the intellectual style. And this style is kind of how I talked about last week with the Apostle Paul when he was in Athens, Greece, and he was standing on the Oropagus, 
And he was reasoning with all of those teachers of the law who were around him about who Jesus was. And he brought forth a great argument and a discourse about who Jesus was, what eternal life looked like, and he brought this to their attention in a logical and analytical way. This sort of individual likes to debate, but they're really concerned with how people think about God. That is the intellectual style. The next style is the testimonial style, and it is just how it seems. The testimonial style is the person who shares their life experience about how they met Christ and what he's done in their life. This is the blind man in John chapter 9. The blind man standing before the religious leaders as they questioned him essentially told them, well, I can't answer all your questions, but what I can tell you is that I was blind, but now I can see. And that's what Jesus had done. And so the beauty of the testimonial style is you're simply reflecting on your personal experience. These people are clear communicators, they're good listeners, and they like to link their own experience to others and point them to Jesus Christ. And the last style that I want to bring up is the interpersonal style. And this is Matthew in Luke chapter 5. And Matthew gathered people around him. He was friendship-oriented. He brought people before Jesus. It's a conversational style. This style is very compassionate, and it's sensitive towards others. It really focuses on other people and their needs. Now, each one of these styles is a different style for every different person because the body of Christ is diverse. And many of you can reflect on your own experience in coming to Christ. Some of you were reasoned into the faith. Some of you responded to a bold, direct communication about it. Others of you, it was through a friendship. So please recognize that while each of these styles are different, there's not a wrong style. In fact, God's equipped each one of you to lead in a unique way. He's called all of us to be a testimony, but that looks different from each person. And I want to draw your attention to something. As you see these white roses right here, so these white roses represent somebody who made a profession of faith in Jesus Christ. While these roses are a testimony to those who have done so, it doesn't end here. In fact, it is a representation of the lives of people who will then be the testimony and bear witness to Jesus. So don't let it stop with a white rose. Don't let it stop with your initial profession of faith, but be a bearer of God's Spirit somebody who proclaims the good news of Jesus Christ, whatever style or approach that you take, but go and do so with all those who are around you. Look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week.